0: What's up, everyone? My name is Steve Finnamore. This is the Play the Right Way podcast. Let's talk some basketball. Last night, I watched Michigan and Wisconsin in men's college basketball. It was a blowout. 77-54, the Wolverines came out on top. And at one point during the game last night, Michigan led by 40 points. They were up 40. I had no idea. No one saw this coming. Michigan came in 10 and0. I believe Wisconsin came in at 10 and two you know two top 10 teams. I, I was looking forward to a great game and uh, you know why it happens if you've coached or if you've played long enough, you know you've been in one of these kinds of blowouts. It was unbelievable. the energy, the fight, the defense, the the, the ball pressure that Michigan brought right from the jump. I mean, I, I saw them d up early, and, and Wisconsin was struggling to score. They were struggling to, to move the ball. You know, I didn't see much of the swing offense last night. I didn't see the ball going side to side. I, I give Michigan a lot of credit. They were aggressive throughout the whole game, all 40 minutes. Wisconsin shot 30% from the floor. Unreal. Mike Smith, Michigan point guard, had 16 points and 6 assists. I really like him. I also love Wagner, I love Isaiah Livers, of course, Austin Davis coming off the bench with Brandon Johns, Uh, Shonday Brown came off the bench for them, he played really well, and the big fella, Hunter Dickinson, he's another one, Eli Brooks, Michigan's a tough team, they're 11-0 right now, they're one of the top three teams in the country, I have Gonzaga at one, Baylor probably at two, and Michigan for sure at number three. Uh, let's see, what else? Last night, Alabama and Kentucky. Nate Oates' team came out on top, 86-65. to Bama is in sole possession of first place in the SEC. They came in tied with Kentucky last night. Bama was 4-0, Kentucky was 3-0. Uh, it's the worst home loss under John Calipari at Kentucky. And it snaps an eight-game losing streak for Alabama at Rupp Arena. The uh, Crimson Tide shot 14 for 30 from downtown. I love John Petty Jr. for Alabama. He's a great player. He plays with a lot of energy. He's all over the place at both ends of the floor. He's a great finisher. Alabama, I checked out this stat. I, I went to a website to look at their last few games. When they attempt 30 three point shots or more, they are 7 0 tonight. 30 or more threes from the floor they win every game. They are 7-0 and this season. Let's see, last night Dan Dockage was talking on the Michigan game. He was working that game against Wisconsin, and he talked about the importance of the assistant coaches. It, it was amazing all the details he was giving. He knows Michigan's entire staff. He knows what their jobs are. Dockage has been a head coach, so he understands it. And I think sometimes the announcers drop the ball when they don't Talk about the assistant coaches on different staffs. I, I think it's so important. I have always had good assistant coaches that, that have helped to the team's success. So uh, keep an eye on assistant coaches and, and think about how hard they work. You know, at the collegiate level, they put the recruiting in. You know, during the practices, they they're working nonstop. So it's it's a tough gig. I know some places, some guys get paid pretty good, but then there are other places where the assistant coaches you know, just barely get by. I tell you, back in 2005, when I was an assistant coach at St. Peter's College in Jersey City, New Jersey, it was my first college job, and, and I was in basketball heaven for the whole season. Unfortunately, I only lasted one, there, one year there. My head coach, Bob Leckie, who gave me the opportunity, stepped down. John Dunn was hired as the head coach. He came in, he kept me on. He actually interviewed me and, and he rehired me but I decided to come back to Michigan and, and apply for a junior college job. So uh, I was making $30,000 for the year. And, and you know, I, I didn't care, man. I, like I said, I was sleeping in my sister's basement. The tough part was my wife and daughter stayed home. Uh, they stayed back in Michigan here in East Lansing. So I was without them for a whole season. So that was a tough, tough job. Anyway, uh, let's see. I was thinking last night, I was watching some NBA action. And, and I was thinking about all the, the, the really good international NBA players. And I thought it would be a pretty cool idea if Adam Silver, uh, the NBA commissioner at the All-Star Weekend, had a world All-Star team against the United States All-Star team. And I would start with this. And I'll go further uh, with this discussion on the next podcast or one after that. Here's the World All-Stars team. Think about the starting lineup right here, okay? Luka Doncic at the one, Giannis Antetokounmpo at the two, Jokic at the five, Sabonis at the three, and Joel Embiid at the four. Can you imagine that team? That'd be an incredible five. And and I'm going to get to the USA five probably at the next podcast like I talked about, and I'll talk about some reserves for the world team. Last night, I was reading Twitter. Someone posted a great quote from Nick Saban following the national championship win. Saban was talking about his current team, and he said, We didn't have any issues at all this year. No complaining at all. He said, Everyone bought into what we asked them to do on a daily basis. This is just the most together, committed group I think I have ever been around. End quote. I thought that was an amazing, amazing quote, talking about everyone bought into what we asked them to do on a daily basis. Isn't that a dream for a coach, for everyone to buy into what you're asking of them and, and no complaints, just, just doing your job every single day, because that's the most important thing when it gets down to it. Last night I was watching Michigan's bench, the guys you know, not playing that much. They were so excited for the guys out on the floor they were jumping up and down they, they were doing these funny uh, cartoon moves it was pretty cool they were clapping each other five you know you, you have to be happy for the person in front of you the, 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 the guy or gal that's ahead of you you know in the pecking order the one who makes a little bit more money than you uh, maybe you got to do, do do a tougher job than they do but you know what make someone's job make someone's day a lot better. You know, be a positive influence. Let's get rid of all this negativity, especially in sports. Last thing, this morning, I don't know why, but when I was younger, I remember two big guys in high school basketball. One was Earl Jones, and one was Arthur Stretch Graham. And, and here, I guess here's why I was thinking of them. Today is actually Earl Jones' birthday. He's celebrating a birthday, so happy birthday. Stretch Graham, they actually did a documentary on him in 1979. They filmed it in the mid-70s, but it came out in 79. Stretch Graham played at Lafayette High School. He went on to Oral Roberts for two years, went to San Jose State, got kicked off the team midway through the season. And he's an interesting uh, you know, figure to, to go back and read about. But Jones and Graham were two guys who... I recall I was just starting starting to get into basketball as like 11, 12 years old, and I just remember those guys, you know, not only because they were tall, but I saw their pictures in basketball magazines. I saw Earl Jones and Street and Smiths, and I think I saw Stretch Graham on in, in the daily newspaper in New York City. So uh, the documentary is called The American Game. It's one hour and 29 minutes, and it also features a player from Lebanon, Indiana. Rick Mount's old high school, but a guy by the name of Brian Walker, who went to NC State for one year and then finished up at Purdue and led them to the Final Four, I believe, in 1980. But it's a great documentary to look into. It's on YouTube in its entirety. I'm going to finish it up tonight. I watched half of it today. Uh, I, I think if you're a basketball fan, you'll really, really enjoy it. Such a, a, a contrasting style. Stretch Graham grows up in Brooklyn, New York. And, and Brian Walker is in Lebanon, Indiana. So uh, the two guys, same age, growing up together at the same time. High school all-stars, superstars, highly recruited. And, and I think you'll really, really enjoy it. Well, that's about all for now. Real quick tonight, big game, Texas Tech. Texas Tech, gosh, again, I can't talk. Texas Tech and Texas tonight at 9 p.m. Texas Tech is 10-3. and 3. The Longhorns are 10-1. and 1. Also on the docket is Ohio State and Northwestern. That's at 7 o'clock. And also in the NBA, the Nets and the Knicks are facing each other at 7.30. They're trying to turn that into a rivalry there. Brooklyn and New York will just have to wait and see. Thanks for listening. I hope you're doing well. Everybody stay safe. Do the right thing. And remember, always play the right way. Take care.